I'm Hey Queen, how's it going? Welcome to day two of Thrivemus. And in today's episode, we've got a couple of tips on the all or nothing mentality, which I know we all have, <laughs> um, especially at this time of year. Like Christmas is just one of those times where it's like you either go in ham on all of the food and completely give up on your goals or completely restrict yourself and then feel really, really crappy over Christmas. Sorry, my dog is jumping on me. Thank you, baby. I think he's poorly today. He's been a little bit funky for the last couple of days and just like not really, there he is, (laughs) not really cared about anything, which is really sad. And I just wish that dogs could tell you when they were sad, you know, or just tell you what was wrong. So you can be like, here, have some food to cheer yourself up. Um, But anyway, I will let you crack on with this episode. I hope you enjoy it. As I said yesterday, if you did, please make sure that you give it a review and share it to your story so that other people can feel phenomenal over Christmas as well. But I will let you get in to this week's episode or today's episode. How cute is it that I'm doing like an episode every day? I hope I can keep this up. We'll see. I have faith in me. I hope you have faith in me too. Um, But yeah, I will let you crack on with today's episode. Go and have a fabulous one and I will chat to you tomorrow. So yeah, I want you to ask yourself what you value in this moment. And this is your next point. What point are we for? Is I want you to look at what you you really, really value in this moment. This is what's going to help you to ditch that all or nothing mindset towards your next couple of weeks. It's what's going to help you make those decisions that best support whatever your needs are in that moment. And the reason I've said whatever your needs are in this moment and not that best support your fat loss goals is because some of us just aren't going to be losing fat at this point and that's okay. Like super fine. So I want you to ask yourself, first of all, what do I value right now? You know, what are my priorities? So going back to the last point, what's the goal for this month? If it's to make memories with family and friends or improve your relationship with food or whatever, like ask yourself, okay, cool. What choice I'm about to make. So say it's your mum's giving you that mince pie. If you have that mince pie in front of you, you can actively make the decision. So all I want you to do is just say to yourself, simple little question, just check in with yourself and say, hmm, do I want this? Do I value this? Is this decision something that I will value like on myself for making tomorrow? Like, will I be happy that I made this decision right now? Does this support what I value most in this moment? If the, if like the answer's yes, great, do it. If the answer's no, great, what can you do instead? What's going to be the best, the next best decision that you could make? So as a scenario, as an example, your mum's made a mince pie. I don't know why I keep leaning on mum's making mince pies because my mum has never made a mince pie, but if your mum's made a mince pie, right? You can you can have it in front of you and you go, okay, what do I value in this moment? Say I value being here with my family and enjoying my day and enjoying Christmas morning, whatever, with my family. Okay, great. Is eating this pie going to help me with that value or is there do I want the mince pie first of all if I do want it is it going to help me with what I with what I value most at the moment um okay cool yes do I want it not really I don't really love mince pies but I'm going to eat it because you know my mum made it for me and I don't want to be rude and blah 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 right but could you enjoy your time with family and friends could you still value building relationship building connection building your memory bank with your family without eating that mince pie 
is that going to serve you as well? Could that be a decision that you make? And it's about weighing up those options and just asking yourself, is this what I value most in this moment? Is this going to support that value? If not, what can I do instead? Could I say, oh, thanks so much, mom. That smells delicious, but I'm actually okay, thank you. Uh, maybe later. You know, could you make that decision in a way that is going to support your goal? And then also, once you've made that decision, you're going to feel so much better about whatever the outcome is. Because like I said earlier, you didn't call it a snack accident. You didn't go, whoops, oh my God, I can't believe I just ate that. I feel really bad now. You didn't feel like you were a victim of your mum, like throwing it into your face and saying, you have to eat this. You actively made the decision. And that in itself is so powerful, like so powerful because we don't make decisions for ourselves. We're the most indecisive people ever. Maybe it's because we're girls. That's the story for another day. But if you are just letting things happen and you're not taking ownership of them, you're not take, making that decision for yourself, you're going to feel like you're stumbling through. You're going to feel like you're just tripping over each, each occasion, each experience, each day, each meal, each whatever. Like how many of you kind of feel like that where you have it and then you go, oh, I fudged up. Like, whoops, didn't mean that. Pop it in the chat, let me know. Like, let me know if that's you right now. If it is, that's the simplest thing that you can do is just say to yourself, okay, what do I value most in this moment? What's going to make me feel great right now? Is this decision going to support my goal? Whatever that goal may be. Remember, December's goal is different from normal. And most days, mostly definitely me every day. Yeah, we all do it. We've all done it. I, I still do it sometimes. And it is, it is just taking back a little bit of that control of saying, no, I've got, I'm in charge of my decisions. Like, I'm going to do this because this is what I value most. Sometimes I feel like this with alcohol. Alcohol is a really big one because there's this weird social, like I speak about this all the time. I used to be such, like, I used to drink a lot. Like I used to go out on nights out all the time and I used to always drink at them. Now I've started being able to say no to alcohol and go and enjoy myself because I'm a hoot sober. But before I was like, oh my God, I have to be drunk to be fun. And then also I've got an excuse when like I drunk text someone or I'm like twerking on the dance floor that like it was drunk me. Do you know what I mean? I can just use it as an excuse. But like it seems like the social the social norm is to drink. And if you're not drinking and I know Hannah can probably chime in on this because you are sober. And if you guys are. Yeah, I stopped drinking two years ago and it's the best decision ever. Like alcohol clouds so much judgment. Alcohol makes you feel so low, especially if you're already feeling low. And I know a lot of us are at the moment. Like alcohol makes me feel 10 times worse, maybe 100 times worse. And so even just being able to make that decision to say, no, I'm going to drink today or actually I'm OK for a drink today. Like making that decision for yourself is really important. And yes, you'll get a little bit of resistance from people. You'll get like, a, I can't believe you're not drinking. Like you'll get a lot of that backlash at first, but like being able to own that decision and saying, no, I'm good. Like I'm all right. I don't need alcohol to be fun or whatever. Like makes you feel so good. I stopped four years ago. Wow. Okay. We've got so many sober Queens in here. I'll hardly drinking. Some people may comment and find it weird. Yeah. I like, I, went to someone's party a couple of weeks ago, a couple of months ago now. And like, she got really upset that I wasn't drinking. And I was like, I don't need to be, I don't drunk. Um, are you drunk now, Katie? <laughs> um, sometimes we drink in situations because it's awkward. So we think we need to drink through it. Yeah, that's it. Um, yeah, if you're struggling with alcohol right now, like I feel you, I think there's a lot of pressure, especially at this time of year, but no, you're always in control of your decisions. You can always decide what you value most in that moment. And for me, a lot of the time I value the next week 
of me not feeling like crap, um, like, and having everything in my life suffer because of it. So I'm probably not actually going to drink this year for Christmas. Don't quote me on that though. Um, I meant to say I don't drink and people pressure me to all the time. Yeah. And it's like an automatic response as well. Like if I turn up and say, oh, I'm not drinking. It's like, oh, why? Why not? I'm like, because I'm pregnant. I don't know. There's only so many excuses I can make. Do you know what I mean? It's like, oh, I'm on, you either say, oh, I'm on antibiotics, which is like code for pregnancy apparently now anyway. So you, you can't really say that anymore because it's like, feels obvious. I'm not pregnant, by the way. I feel like I'm like sending a lot of cryptic. I promise you, I haven't got time, mate. Give me a year, maybe we'll see. Um, it's my hen do next year and people keep saying how drunk they're going to get me. Oh, you tell them straight up. And this is, an, this is another point. This is point 11, right? Set your boundaries, like set your boundaries. Tell people, no, this is what I'm doing. And this is why, if you want to tell them why you don't have to, but like own it, own that decision for yourself and, and show up as that person and be like, no, I'm, I'm going to smash it. Um, best excuse because I don't want to. Yeah, 100%. I wish it was enough for people. Agreed. Agreed, to be honest. Anyway, we've tangented. <laughs> Shock. Story of my life. Okay, right. Point number five. And I promise these are all, the next ones coming are all very, very connected. So we're good. Um, okay, so point number five was the all or nothing mentality does not serve you. It never has done. It never will do. But for some reason at Christmas, everything that I've taught you about the all or nothing mindset, if you feel like I haven't taught you anything on the all or nothing mindset, then you don't like my Instagram posts enough. Go over and have a little look at them. But your all or nothing mindset is the only thing that is holding you back. Your mindset is everything. And the problem that we've got at this time of year is that if you have one chocolate or you go out for a hot chocolate date with your friend or you have a meal that wasn't like super duper fabulous in terms of hashtag health immediately you hit the fudget button and you say right well that's it for Christmas obviously can't control myself so I might as well start in the new year like that's what happens every single time especially at Christmas even if like there's I know people that have worked on their relationship with food all year that have worked on this all or nothing mentality of you know I'm either on it or I'm off it it's like an on and off switch that started to use it as a dimmer, started to say, actually, do you know what? I can have occasions where I'm not super perfect, but I can still see results when, with that. Like squashing that all or nothing mentality is really difficult at Christmas because every single year of your entire life, and let me know in the chat if you've done this, every single year of your entire life, you've had one thing, say you go out for a hot chocolate in the morning and then the rest of the day you're like, well, I might as well just have like more celebrations because I already had it. So it's usually with the celebrations tub or like the, the festive biscuit tins and things like that, where you go, well, I've had one, so I'm going to eat the rest of them. And actually when, when we do that, it's just putting you further back from your goals. Like, yeah, every year it's so easy to do. And it's so strange how Christmas triggers that, but it's because every single year you spent the whole year restricting yourself and then we've got this massive excuse to just go and smash it. Like you've got all the foods there. You've got everything kind of set up for you to like really send you off track with your progress. So immediately we go, okay, fine. This is my chance. This is my little tiny get out of jail free card. That means I can go and absolutely annihilate every single food that ever existed because I know I'm starting again on Monday. There's that last supper mentality that sort of like, okay, well, I know I'm about to like go on a hardcore diet this January. So for right now, I'm just gonna 
eat everything in sight because I know I won't be able to do it later. But that's what's holding you back because you're you're not seeing each meal as separate occasions. You're not seeing each um, minute of every day as steps towards your progress. Like you can make insane progress in the next couple of weeks as long as you are not trying to be perfect in one end of the spectrum or the other. As long as you're having a little bit of that um, like slider, you're on a spectrum, you're on like a, yeah, like a little slider. You can have moments where you take a little bit of a step away from your goals to move towards a different goal. You can have days or meals or moments or occasions where you go, actually, no, do you know what? I, I can push a little bit harder for my goals today. Like if you know that you're not doing anything for the day, could you have a day where you actually focus a little bit more on getting some steps in or you go, oh, okay, actually, I'm going to go to the gym because I actually don't have a lot on today. Rather than saying, well, I can't go to the gym three times this week. So what's the point in going at all? You can still be taking small steps towards your goal. You can still take those little steps necessary to stay relatively, hate the word on track, but you know what I mean? Relatively on top of your goals. You can have occasions where you actually go, no, do you know what? Like I'm good for the day. Like I haven't got any plans going on. I haven't got anything that's going to kind of, you know, make me feel less than when it comes to my goals. So I'm just, I'm going to push for them today. And then you can have days where you have a little bit of both. You can have days where you like just, you know, don't track or don't, however you guys do things, whether you count sins, whether you track, whether you, I don't know, are cutting out carbs, don't hum. If you're cutting out carbs, come come speak to me in my DMs because we need to chat about that. But if you're at that point where you see it as like, if I've had a hot chocolate today, with whipped cream, then I've totally messed up. Or you see it as like, you've had, you've gone out for lunch. And then when you get home, you go, well, I went out for lunch. So like, I might as well just have a takeaway for dinner anyway. Or like, well, I've already ruined it for the day. So I'm just going to carry on ruining it. It's like, it's at that moment where you, where you actually halt your progress, where you actually hinder your progress, where you actually take steps backwards instead of forwards. You can have moments where you smash a salad or your steps or you go and smash a gym session. And then you can go out for like a couple of tequilas with the girls and be okay about it. Or you can have the, you know, early Christmas party dinner and feel good about it. Like it's about making those decisions and then saying to yourself, okay, great. This is one moment of the next couple of weeks. Like if you think about it as well, think how long we have. Oh my God, okay, maths, someone help. We've got like, so what's it today? The 14th. That's technically two weeks, right? Let's say two weeks because maths. That's another, well, it's more than two weeks just over. But like, think how many, right? So they say that, say it's two weeks, right? Say it's 14 days left of the year, excluding actual Christmas day and things like that, right? Say you've got 14 days left. That's, someone times that by three immediately and let me know. Four, times it by four, 14 times four. 10 times four is 40. <laughs> someone do me some maths. 56 you guys this is why you're here because i whew, dumb. eight weeks 56 days whoo it's actually wait eight weeks 56 days is eight weeks oh no eight me okay yeah, yeah sorry 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 okay i'm back in the room now i'm back in the room this maths boggles my brain like boggles okay so you've got 56 meals right in the space of the next two weeks let's say 56 meals and snacks and whatever. So occasions of eating, right? And if you're telling yourself that because you had one meal, the next 55 are a write-off or because you ate, I don't know, because you uh, went out for lunch one day, 
the the re- like the rest of the 55 occasions of eating need to be thrown out the window too like even if you had 10 christmas meals planned which is like extortionate right i mean hopefully none of us are that busy if you are that busy you probably won't be here right now but like tens a lot of social occasions or am i just a social recluse at this point don't know but say you've got 10 meals out or 10 occasions where you're going out for coffee or, or lunch or dinner or even a night out right or you know you're going to have takeaway every friday for the next couple of weeks like you've still got so many occasions where you can actually make a really smart choice and not like, and you can have that meal that's maybe a little bit higher in calories or the meal that's slightly, you know, out of line with fat loss goals, which by the way, doesn't exist. There's no one, one specific meal that can send you off track. It's your mindset that sends you off track afterwards. But that doesn't mean that that one, like even if there was 10 of those meals, that's still another 46 meals. 46, that's such a small percentage, someone do the maths, that's such a small percentage of your overall meals that you're going to have over the next couple of weeks, that you're just going, ah, I'll just have to start again in the new year, like, you're 46 meals, like, better off by the new year, if you carry on smashing it outside of those 10, like, and you can still smash it, including those 10, that's what my girls are doing, that's what I want you to be able to do, Um, so yeah, let me know if that resonated with you, I feel like, I've missed some comments. I purposely eat all the Maltese celebrations so no one else can. Millie, this is an important point as well because I used to do this where in my family, it is like, if it, say for example, you're having a roast dinner, right? And there's like Yorkshire puddings on in the middle of the table and you pick a couple out, right? We have two each usually. At the end of the dinner, we've usually, there's usually seconds. So you as if there's seconds in my house, but usually in family, in my family meals, there's like still Yorkshire's left over in the, in the middle of the table. If I don't finish my food first, my brother gets that, not me. So when I was younger slash still now, I eat so fast because I've been conditioned to believe if I don't eat really fast, I don't get seconds. I don't get deliciousness. I don't get extra fun. So actually it's something to think about if you are the sort of person that eats all of those deliciousness so that nobody else can or before the kids get them and things like that. Have a think about that. Have a think about where that's come from and why you do that. And if it is that you're a pig, hate that, you're not. If it is that, like if you think it's that, is it? Like, is it really that? Or are you restricting yourself from having all of these types of foods so that when they do come into your like space, you overconsume on them because you might as well because they're there and you don't want them to leave and then you don't want to like have them across the week because then that's more days that you've ruined your progress on but remember it's not it's not about that it's about finding that balance between the two um once i've been to the gym yet i'll try again monday yeah a lot of all or nothings in here having me dropping the perfection thing doesn't exist and it's only holding me back yeah your perfection your perfectionism mindset is is the number one thing that most people struggle with and that that holds most people back from getting to their goals. Trust me, I'm a perfectionist. Um, But it's really very, very, very important to try and remove yourself from that because we're human. Like, hello, I don't coach robots. Not a single one of you in here is a robot, except there's a couple of iMacs and like iPhone names in here, which is worrying because it could totally be a robot. But most of you... I recognize your names and I see your faces and you're all humans, which is 
a fantastic prerequisite for smashing your goals because it means that you don't have to be perfect to still see progress, which is crazy, right? Who knew? Right, point number six, because we are rapidly running out of time. Um, but let me know if this is helping in the chat. Okay, so number six, we've already kind of brushed over, but I want you to stop adding judgment on top of everything that you do. So when you eat something, like I said, say you eat that chocolate or you eat that mince pie, First of all, the thing that we tend to do is restrict it for a while. So say that celebration box will take the, or what's it called? Selection box will take um, Carly's thought process, right? You take that celebration, you have that selection box and it's sitting on your table and it's winking at you and you go, no, can't have that. I'm not going to have that. Nope, not allowed it. I'm on a diet. I'm not going to have it. I'm not going to have it. I'm not going to have it. About half an hour later, you're like, oh, really want it though. Oh, it's still there though. Okay, no, I'm not going to have it. You restrict it, you restrict it. You try and put it to the back of your mind. You're like, nope, nope, don't want it, don't want it. Then guess what you do? You give in. You go, oh, whoops. Okay, fine, I'll eat it. Oh my God, I can't control myself around this piece of food. It's like, imagine, right? Imagine if you had a puppy. Imagine if I had a puppy sitting on this table right now and I'm just like ignoring it. It's not that. Nope, not, not got a puppy. There's no puppy there. All I'm going to want to do is cuddle that puppy. I'm going to pick that puppy up. I'm going to cuddle it. I'm going to stroke his ears and it's going to be the best experience of my life. But I can't, so I'm not going to. Obviously, I'm going to. It's the same with you and chocolate because it's the same with me and chocolate. And if it's the same with me and chocolate, it's the same with you and chocolate. So, Or insert literally any food except for maybe like Brussels sprouts there. So if you're sitting there and it is winking at you and you don't eat it because you're restricting and restricting and restricting, then when you finally give in, guess what you're doing? I shouldn't be doing this. This is so bad. Oh my God, I'm a terrible person. I'm such a fat pig. Like, this is awful. I'm a dick. Like, you're constantly adding that little bit of guilt on top. You're just sprinkling guilt on top of the chocolate. And then after you've eaten it, you're going, I'm a terrible person. I'm actually a dick. I can't believe I've just done that. What an actual idiot am I? I'm going to be fat forever. Like, and you create this new narrative in your head that you're the most horrible person in the world when, like, all you did was just enjoy a bit of chocolate. Like, let me know if you if you do that, if that's the sort of thing that you do. Pop a yes in the chat or an emoji or whatever in the chat and let me know. You have this like, I can't do it. I shouldn't do it. Then you eat it and you feel bad for doing it. And you, as you're eating it, you're not enjoying it because you're too busy feeling bad about it and slagging yourself off for it. Yeah, of course, we all do it. And then after you've eaten it, you're then adding more shame. You're adding more, I'm a bad person. This is stupid. I shouldn't have done that. I can't believe I just did that. You know, you're adding so much judgment to what you've got. So many of us feel it. I feel you. I feel like you're in my head. I am secretly, Louise. Imagine. That would be actually chaos because I already have so many thoughts in my head. Imagine if I could read people's minds as well. That would just be a lot. I would have several more emotional breakdowns than I already do. Um, but that I want you to really, really, really sit and think about that narrative and go, huh, am I adding judgment here? Am I refusing to enjoy the moment because I'm too scared about what's to come, of the consequence for it, of the thing that I shouldn't have done? Is that going to come back and haunt me? It, whilst you're eating, whilst you're drinking, whilst you're, I don't know, sitting in the bath going for steps like whatever it is if you're sitting there and adding judgment in your brain guess what you're going to do every single time feel worse about the decision you made 
if you can sit down and actively make the decision, like I spoke about earlier, actively make the decision. Once you've actively made the decision, own that decision, take responsibility for that decision, say, yeah, I'm going to eat that mince pie. I'm going to eat that chocolate. I'm going to really enjoy it. And then when you actually enjoy it, guess what? You've spent five minutes, two minutes, one minute, 30 seconds, really enjoying whatever it was that you've just eaten. You've allowed yourself to do it. You've given yourself full permission to do it. I'm not here to give you permission to eat what you want. That's, that comes from you. I'm not going to say you have full unconditional permission to eat because you know you do. Deep down, you know you do. It's not for me to give you that permission. You already have that permission as long as you give it to yourself. So that's what I want you to do. Give yourself permission to eat things. Say, yeah, I'm going to have it and I'm going to bloody enjoy it and then actually enjoy it. And then afterwards, once you've removed that guilt, removed that shame, removed that judgment, you're going to feel great because you actually sat and enjoyed food that you would never have enjoyed before. How, how many of you, let me know, have actually enjoyed chocolate over the last couple of months? No, because you're too busy scoffing it down before anyone sees. You're too busy feeling guilty for what you're doing, what you're eating or what you you know, bought from the shop when you were feeling sad. Like you're too busy adding so much judgment to it. Yeah, shoving the entire Freddo, just one Freddo. I would definitely go for at least five. They're so small nowadays. Um, but like things like that, you're, you're because you're not actually enjoying it in the moment, you then end up more likely to overconsume on it because it didn't satisfy you. Like, like I said before, chocolate isn't there to, to fill you up or to give you nutrients or to make you, you know, superwoman. It's there to give you some form of comfort, some form of happiness, some form of enjoyment. Like nobody created dairy milk and said, yeah, this is going to be the healthiest part ever. Like that's not why you're eating chocolate. That's not why you're eating mince pies or like stuffing balls or whatever. Like, you're here to enjoy it. So actually do what it like, what it's there for. Um, hundred percent. I eat so much chocolate and don't even think I enjoy that much. Yeah. Like I never used to enjoy chocolate. I have chocolate every single day, every single day, even if I'm on a diet, I'm quite aggressively dieting right now. I'll still make room for chocolate, mate. Do you know what I mean? We always squeeze those bad boys in because you've got it. It's my happiness. Restricting, inhaling, regretting. And so the circle begins. Yeah. Pretty sure I don't actually taste chocolate. Like, how mad is that? And how much do we all love chocolate as well? I hate eating in front of people because I think they're judging me, even though I know not everyone else eats. Yeah, I I think a lot of us face a lot of judgment. A lot of us face a lot of inner thoughts of what other people think. But like I said, you're in control of everything that you do. You're in control of absolutely everything. And so if you're actively making the decision and owning it and standing up for that decision, whether that's to drink or not to drink, whether that's to eat the mince pie or not to eat the mince pie, if you make that decision and you stick by it, you're going to feel so empowered by that. You're going to feel like, I'm amazing. I actually am amazing. And not enough of us feel like that. Not enough of us feel amazing because of a decision we've made. We usually feel the opposite, right? We usually feel like, oh, I'm the worst person in the world because I made that decision. Like, oh my God, whoops, like this is horrible. No, own it, enjoy it and have like, have a good experience around it. So that's the fifth, sixth, 20th piece of homework that I'm giving you for this week. Okay, um, right, tip number seven. <clears throat> in fact, oh, I hate when you factor in chocolate or something yummy into a calories that happened recently. And, and someone said, I thought you were on a diet. Yeah. Like there's so, especially this time of year, there's so many people that are like 
just so like, I get it a lot because I'm an online coach obviously like I'm in the field of sort of nutrition health fitness it's like if I'm on a night out and I have a drink people are like oh, aren't you supposed to be healthy or like if I go out and I order a burger people are like oh, I thought you were being healthy and then if I order a salad it's like oh typical typical of course she's ordering a salad super hashtag health like people are always going to chime in on what you've got to eat, say, do, feel. Like people are always going to sign in. Guys, can we not bash Karens? Because my middle name is Karen. <laughs> like how rude is that? <laughs> like whenever people are like, Karen, 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 I'm like slightly offended. And then I'm like, is that a Karen thing to be? Like offended because someone's used my name. So <laughs> like, I am a Karen. That is so sad. Um, yeah, damned if you do, damned if you don't. You're a half a carom. Okay, I'll take it. I'll take it. Um, so yeah, it's yeah. I think that's that's one thing that I really want you to do is like just stop adding judgment on top of what you're doing. Like start and and as well, that's really difficult because that's easy for me to say. Hmm, just stop adding judgment. Just stop sprinkling that little bit of judgment on. I know it's so easy to say, hard to do. But it's going to take time, but I want you to start implementing it now. And that's, you can do that over the next couple of weeks because this is the best time to do it because this is where you're doing it the most. So I want you to just take a step back and say, mm, do I want to do this? Is this what I value most right now? Am I adding judgment to this decision that I've made? And if so, how can I combat that? How can I then, you know, reframe that thought and decide, actually, no, it's okay that I'm making the decision. I'm human and I'm allowed to make the decisions for myself that best support what I want out of the next moment of my life. Because that's what it is. You're so in control of your life, but we think we're just victims of, you know, experiences all the time. We're not, we're so in control. Um, they think you have to eat chicken salads and plain rice cakes to lose weight, yeah. Like, I mean, if I feel like there's at least, what, 15 maybe of my clients previous, per, past, whatever, current clients in here you all know that's not true right I may I, I'm gonna take a guess and say that majority of you have never even eat, even eaten a rice cake yeah you talk <laughs> not eating a single rice cake mate yeah no chance god no no thank you right number seven we're gonna whiz through the last couple <laughs> love that the chocolate ones I was literally just gonna say Hannah absolutely the chocolate ones like they are banging I'll take those um okay right tip number seven is the fact, and again, I've written a post on this because I couldn't wait, but you deserve to feel your body all year round, like all year round, not just at Christmas or not just outside of Christmas. Like this is a, a I guess a tweet, um, I guess a flip from, oh my God, okay, like we need to absolutely smash our goals to, oh my God, we need to like, just not give, not give our goals any sort of value right now we don't care like go and smash Christmas and we'll just have to restart in January and we'll you know get rid of all that weight in January like actually most of what you're doing for the entire year with anything that you do whether it's coaching whether it's just fat loss on your own whether it's part of some sort of slimming club or whatever like everything that you do you're not doing for fat loss you're doing for health you're doing to feel good like you're getting your steps in because getting some fresh air is actually going to make you feel fantastic it's going to be really good for your health mental and physical and going out and just getting some walking in is going to make your body feel good like you can do that all year round that doesn't have to press pause at christmas just because usually you're doing it for fat loss how about we do these things for health for happiness for energy 
for feeling great, for our mental strength, which I know is taking a huge hit right now for a lot of us. You know, we're all feeling mentally fudged. And so actually, can we focus the next couple of weeks on doing things to support our mental health in a way that feels great by not getting your steps in, but maybe getting out for some fresh air, going for a walk, getting some time to clear your head, putting a podcast in and listening to something for half an hour whilst you're on that walk without interruptions. Let me just have a little cheeky sip of water. Mm. I was trying to do that quickly and I put too much in my mouth and then I was like, oh no, this backfired. <laughs> Sorry about me team, that was the most awkward two seconds of your life. Um, so yeah, you deserve to be fueling yourself all year round. You deserve to be eating vegetables because they make you feel fantastic. And I know you're like, yeah, Joe, whatever they do. Like, have you ever eaten vegetables consistently for more than two weeks? Don't think you have, but I promise you it will change your life when that happens. Um, your podcast always played on my walks. Yeah, I think I think like listening to podcasts in general is such a fun one. <gasps> By the way, team. Okay, I haven't got time to tell you this, but I'm going to tell you anyway. I'm going to see what if you, what if like no one here knows about them? No, you must do because you yeah, it's a vibe. So you must do. You know, Shagged Married Annoyed, the podcast with Chris and Rosie Ra- you all know it I'm going to see them tomorrow <laughs> it's gonna be amazing um but anyway sorry back to what we were talking about lol <laughs> I'm gonna have the best time um that it is so good isn't it Shagmar and Annoyed amazing anyway um so when you are going out for these walks go out because you feel good for it when you're having vegetables do it because it's gonna make you feel great because it's gonna give you energy like have a really high carb and protein breakfast because it's going to set you up for a great day of like Christmas shopping for the kids you know do those things for those reasons because you deserve to fuel your body all year round not just outside of the the last four weeks like so don't put your goals on hold just because it's Christmas like because your goals aren't actually like hashtag fat loss your goal is to feel great your goal is to feel confident your goal is to like feel like you can actually start living up and showing up as your best self like you don't want to just lose fat you want to feel great so let's keep that going like you don't have to stop that right now and in fact I would argue the best time to do it is right now because it's going to set you up for a great January when motivation is slightly higher when you're feeling a little bit sassier you know when you've got a lot less of the events and parties and all of that sort of stuff going on like when you can actually throw yourself into your fat loss goal a little bit more or your strength goal or your weight loss goal whatever it is like yeah sure we could start in January but like if I start building healthy habits now if I start getting steps in now because I know it's going to make me feel good then when it gets to January that's not going to feel like such a chore and it's not going to feel like such a big shift and a big change and a big like oh my God, I've now got to tick every single box that ever existed. Like if you do that for the next two weeks, you can build some really good habits, routines, whatever you want to call it. You can build some really solid structures in place to make it so that actually when it gets to January, you're not like starting fresh with everything because that is overwhelming as hell as well. If I suddenly, if you all say you all joined a group program, right? Or you all joined a coaching or you all went back to swimming clubs, whatever you're doing in the new year, whatever your big plans are, like, Imagine if you just started that and had to start from scratch and had to go, 
oh my god okay well I've been eating pure I don't know like my veins are full of like eggnog my um stomach is full of just like chocolate and sweets and whatever and no substance no vegetables no fullness nothing you know you've been consuming quite a lot of calories like if you've been doing that for the whole time you've not gone to the gym you've not even set foot in the gym like and you're about to step foot in the gym in January of all times that's going to feel really overwhelming and you're probably going to take a lot longer to reach your goal than if you'd have started now and said actually I'm going to start going to the gym now while it's a bit quieter and I can build up my confidence so that in January I don't need to have that sudden wave of oh my god I'm like I'm about to go to the gym and I don't know what I'm doing you already know what you're doing you've already built those things you've already ticked those boxes and you've done it consistently for two weeks so not only have you done it but you've proven to yourself that you can do it at the hardest point of the year So think how breezy 2022 is going to be.